Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. Gaiden. In this season, we're playing through Crystallis for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, In our last episode... We found ourselves in a, a weird, mutated, futuristic world uh, where monsters were abound and few people still were alive, mm-hmm. and there was an evil for us to destroy. War as hell. Yes. And uh, we ended it by beating a vampire and getting uh, rabbit boots. Mm-hmm. Still don't know what the rabbit boots did. I, I don't know where this falls in reality and fantasy and uh, sci-fi fantasy and uh, like Lord of the Ringsy and fantasy. Like, there's just there's no clear answer for any of this stuff. In case you were wondering, uh, the rabbit boots make you jump. Mm-hmm. So, which I um, assume they would make you go fast. I was wrong. I thought that too, but. Uh, if you are also wondering if that means there's going to be platforming ahead, keep wondering that. Yeah, where I didn't have, to, I didn't jump. Hmm. Wait, did you jump over something? I mean, I was I was using the the rabbit boots to jump around bad guys from time to time. I didn't even do that. Just because I had it. I used them to jump over the pits, or not pits, like the. The poison ground. Okay. Yeah, I did some hopping on that. Uh, what do you I do to them... jump? I couldn't even. I didn't even know how to jump. You I ha- know what I use them for. I use them to jump over the people standing at the exit to the <laughs> town, so that I didn't have to talk to them twelve times on my way out of out of town. So, in order to jump, you have to unequip your magic because that is intuitive. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, they were ambitious. I will yes. give them that. Sure. They were very ambitious with this Nintendo game. I I really want to see... I need to look up the manual to this game. Uh, Same, yeah. Because when you get the rabbit boots, you don't know whether or not... I didn't equip them at first because I didn't know if they were a consumable item or not. Because the previous boots we had gotten were consumable and so mm-hmm. i was very afraid to use them at first and they're not listed under equipment they're listed where all your other items are they're right yeah. next to they're right <laughs> below they're like they're right one... below my warp boots so yeah. how was i supposed to know they were one row down and those rows aren't uh those rows aren't categorized so so there's not like the top row is consumables it seems to be and then the second row is like items that we would use maybe and then the third row is blank and then the fourth row so far just has magic on it yeah fourth row is magic. i think so so you could see them maybe like categorizing different types of items there but they don't tell you that the, i was this, very is, afraid i was going to use those boots and they'd go away is this the most unintuitive game we've played so far it feels like it to me honestly we I, could begin to have that conversation yes because it does feel like so much of it is bound to uh, reading a, a a booklet that the game came with to figure out what things do, mm-hmm. but also 
that you have to, we will have to go and talk to some random person in a house somewhere, not in the main town, in order for things to move forward. Well, that that's has, happened already plenty of times in this game and in the Minish Cap, so. Yes, but I feel like this one is just so much worse because, again, it's just, we'll, we'll get to it. That should be our other catchphrase in here. <laughs> we'll, get we'll get to it. We'll get there. Making our way, we'll get there. And um, we all do it differently. We So we exit the cave, and nearby is the town of Bryn Mare. And no, no, this is... I thought this was uh, Akahana. No, this is Bryn the first guy is like, in Akahana, we do this, and blah, 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 blah. And I thought Bryn Mare was... No, Akahana is a person. Akahana oh. is the person. Okay. The town is Bryn Mare. Okay. Uh, according to this walkthrough, I don't know. Some people talk in first person. Some people talk in third person. Whenever you're talking to people in this game, it feels like... They can confirm town is Bryn Mare. Yeah, so we okay. get into the town of Bryn Mare, and we can buy in the shop uh, an upgraded tunic, I guess. Was it a tunic? So this is not armor still? It, this is just another shirt. It's leather it, armor. Leather. Yeah. Armor. It our, our the we play Zelda here. It mm -hmm. the the tunic is what you put on your body. Fine. Um, and then there's also two different shields you can buy. Oh, um, I missed that. Yeah, it's really easy to. Uh, where is go the, where are these shields? Next to the the tunic. Oh. Just move right. I know it looks almost it looks because it's the shape of a shield. It almost looks like an empty field. Yeah, because it it definitely looked like that to me. So yeah. great. And I wish I'd had that. I think that increases your defense. I don't know. Your guy's holding a shield now, I but I don't think it, it blocks stuff like it does in Zelda, where you know in Zelda if you have a shield equipped and you don't attack in the old Zelda games like NES Zelda. You have your shield equipped and you don't attack, it automatically reflects. You don't have to be like, use shield to reflect. And not everything, obviously. but certain Depending things. on the situation, yes. I don't know if that works in this one or not, but I equip I bought the most expensive shield and equipped it. Okay. Uh, there's also just another medicine shop and an inn, but we also have a pawn shop here. Yeah, where you can sell items now. Because I tried to ask the armor person, hey... I've just bought this sweet new leather armor. Would you like this awful tanned hide that I have and I have no use for? But they said, hey, you're either buying something or you're outside the store. Or so leaving, yeah. goodbye. Um, so I just figured we had four slots for armor and we now have the next armor up. So in two more armors, we'll be completely maxed out. But no, it, it was not like that. Like in a Zelda game, it would be. This is just, there's a pawn shop over there. That's how you get rid of it. Yeah. Um, if you walk around, talk to some people, uh, you know, they all have things to say about what's going on outside of this town or mention a couple people here and there. Um, th there is the Akana, and he talks about how he had a statue that he dropped which is going to be incredibly important. <laughs> I did not pick up on that. Oh, really? I didn't. I, yeah, I randomly found the statue later. Was not looking for it. Just found it. Was like, what does this statue do? Tried to use it. It says nothing happened. All that, all that fun stuff. 
then eventually talk to the guy. But then, of course, you can't just say, oh, hey, do you have my statue there? He still says, I'm missing my statue. So I need to equip my statue, get near him, and press the use button to give him the statue. Yes, you do. See, I, I uh, this game is very blatant about what it wants you to do next. Uh, if you go into a town, this happened in the first town, too. They told us about a windmill up north and a holy guy in a cave nearby. Mm-hmm. So we knew that we were going to have to take care of those two things. As soon as I walked into this town, someone's like, I got a statue by a river. I'm like, all right, I'm looking for a river then. Someone else is like, there's a holy man up north. I'm like, okay, well, I'm looking for up north too. And then the other one was Mount Saber. We haven't found that yet. So, But I was keeping an eye I on went, Mount Saber I went too. to Mount Saber. Did you guys go to Mount Saber? Oh, no, no. You can't. I didn't know we could get there yet. I went to the entrance, I believe, but they just said you don't have the power to climb. Right. Are you talking about the icy area down to the southwest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I went and ran around there too, but I didn't know if that was. Oh, is that southwest? I went up north, and there's an area where you yes. can theoretically climb, but they won't let you yet. Because oh, it doesn't have any bearing on this episode. But the lady said there's a way to get to Mount Saber through the west and through the north, and so I figured southwest didn't mm-hmm. count, and it had to be something. I thought that was where our dungeon was going to be for this episode. Nope. I, so I spent some time in there thinking, because here's the thing. You get in there, you literally cannot damage any enemies. You are not strong enough mm-hmm. to do any damage. It does a little like pink, pink, pink noise if you try to hit them. Well, we have we have enemies in this field that we're in that yes. we cannot damage. And then, yeah, then coming back and finding out, oh, there's this blue mushroom guy that I literally can't do anything about. Cool. Um, Like, why? Why? Why is it like it makes it would be one thing if it's like, oh, they give you know they take a lot of hits but they're just flat out like no your metal sword doesn't do anything to me mm-hmm. it's so as soon as i well i guess immediately my first uh, first reaction was why on earth would anyone just add invincible enemies but then right <laughs> after that i realized oh we're probably going to get a new sword because you know we had the yes. wind sword so maybe we get a new, stronger sword that lets us kill these enemies. Still annoying because you're mixing enemies we can kill that throw axes with enemies we can't kill that absorb your um, your charge shot. So, yeah. yeah. And, th- and this new enemy, instead of upright tigers, we have upright warthogs. Mm-hmm. Somehow the warthogs are more dangerous than the upright tigers. I would have assumed the other way. Maybe it's because they have axes. That's why they're worth five XP. The tigers are only worth two. Yeah, if you talk, you talk to some more people in the town. They'll bring up about how there is a village somewhere where nobody speaks our language. That's it. The Lost Woods, um, poisonous Lost Woods area that they tell which, us about. Yeah, I went into there without like again. I don't know. I didn't piece things together very well apparently because I went into that poisonous woods. Before I had the thing I needed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why am I dying right now? It was not clear to me. <laughs> you I, don't have but, the Varia suit. Exactly. This was such a Metroid style thing where you walk into the, the room that's way too hot. But even that, they did a good job of being like, everything's red here. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, you need the a, a special thing that lets you live in there. Well, I stepped through the doorway to it and I was like, oh, hey. I found the uh, 
the little spooky woods they were talking about. Mm-hmm. And I'm dying. Cool. All right, let's get out of here. And all right, check that off. Let's go. Let's go to our the rest of our checklist and see what what will allow me to get a little bit further, which yeah. is the statue. When we have all that information, we can kind of then like move forward. Um, after we go and ran, like it's not in a random spot, but I mean, did you guys? So finding the statue, did you guys? He said it was right along the river. Okay. So I walked along the river until I found a statue, and it was, uh, yeah, it's not too far. What you cross a bridge, and it's in a little patch of grass, real close to the bridge. So, yeah, uh, we also do have, like they mentioned earlier, some random poisonous bogs that if you touch them, you'll take damage. But it's not you don't get poisoned. You just take damage while you're on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was confusing because I, um, I, I guess it's not really jumping ahead because we talked about the statue, but I return the statue and you get a gas mask. So my thought yeah. was, yeah, I hadn't been into the, the swamp yet. So my right. thought was, okay, the gas mask is going to make me immune to this poisonous bog. Not the case. Nope, you still take damage for some reason. <laughs> also, you have to take your rabbit boots off to put your gas mask on. Oh, yeah. Gas mask is a actively equipped item. Mm-hmm. Um, don't leave the swamp, unequip your gas mask, and then walk back in because you'll die. Yes. <laughs> yes, you will. So, okay, this is where I I I got really upset with this game in this series of events that it expected us to do break it down. Um, so we get our gas mask and then we go through the swamp, make our way through, which we have a couple new enemies on there. We have these flowers that shoot out energy at us that we can't damage. They're like dandelions. They have like, yeah, shoot their little, their poly, their little seedlings out at you. Their puffs out at you and they hurt. Then there's two sort of beetle type things. One is more like a like a roly poly kind of thing that will just go around, and those are the easiest ones to damage here. The, the others fly like crazy around you, and are just so hard to predict. Much like the bats in the last episode, um, these at least will fly in like a spiral circular pattern. So sure, if, if they yes. if they go off your screen, most enemies in this game, as soon as they are off the screen. They stay there, but they don't attack or move or anything. So once it gets back on screen, it will continue in that path. So if you're not careful and you think you can just run away from it, oftentimes you can't, especially if it's if it's going and swinging around your direction. It will just keep heading in that direction with you. So yeah. eventually you can kind of learn how to trick it or whatever. At first, I did not want to touch any of these guys. I, I grinded out, I think, 300 XP to start. And then the next level was 700. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not doing that. At least not in this field. I'll probably get to the swamp and then I'll be able to fight bigger enemies. No, I had to do it in the field again before I could even face anything in the swamp. So I'm just going to let us take a break because I don't know where is a good place to take a break in this game because this is just going to be a random series of events. So... <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump 
back in the time or to the future, whichever, whenever the Patreon stuff is being recorded. Uh, let me see if I can play the, the right tune on my ocarina here to see if it activates it. Well, now that's enough of uh, Crystallis for a little bit. Why don't we talk about things that are fun? Like our Patreon. That's right. Chat of the Wild has a Patreon now. Um, We've met a couple goals. Um, What is it? Next month in March, we will be doing uh, starting uh, our monthly generic game review or discussion. Uh, Our first one will be a review or a game that we've all been playing uh, together for fun. Uh, What Divinity Original Sin 2. So uh, yeah, we'll 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 have an episode up about that. Uh, is that how who who has access to that at first, or is that just for everyone? Or... It's just gonna be patrons. You gotta be you gotta be a patron to hear that one. Okay, so yeah, you get to hear uh, us talk about how good that game is and uh, our amazing adventures with our party uh, <laughs> uh, running around a prison island, basically. I'm sure there's more to that game, but. We haven't seen it yet. I I would like to think. Uh, I, yeah, let's let's check it out. That's that's uh, work now, so we have to actually schedule that into our, uh, <laughs> our week at this point, um, which I'm totally fine with. Uh, we're, we're also going to be doing uh, the Zelda animated series uh, cartoon show travesty, whatever you want to call it. At some point uh, this year, we're gonna we'll we'll start we'll have that recorded and that will be released. Um, so yeah. Uh, that's all to join the Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com slash chat of the wild. It's a dollar or more a month. And that'll get you access to shows, ad-free shows, basically as soon as Jeremy's done editing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to be doing a poll starting next season during the Twilight Princess season for all of our patrons. And they will get to vote on our next Gaiden game. Uh, this season's Gaiden game right now we're in the middle of is Crystallis. And so someone can, uh, or our patrons can choose to make us play another awful game if they want to. Please something better than Crystallis. <laughs> Please something yeah, better. We, so you also get uh, to be a part of our, our special Discord, and the patrons will have access to a spreadsheet of all of the different Gaiden games that we've listed out, and you'll be able to like recommend stuff, stuff to us. So we'll get a pull up with... Really, I'm just going to pick a handful of them. Uh, I've been asking some of our people of just saying, like, is there one you want? Because I'll put it on the list. But, you know, I can't make a poll of 60 games, right? Yeah. So I've got to pick some there and then we'll get, you know, you can get the opportunity to pick. We'll leave a field open probably at the bottom of saying, like, other, you know, write in sort of thing. But Mm -hmm. you can also uh, show us uh, share pictures of your pets doing cute pet things. Discord's pretty great. I mean, I've been streaming this Crystalis season, which has been uh, interesting. Uh, at least I get people to like talk to while I'm going through hell. So uh, every Wednesday night, uh, the same day the podcast drops, I play through my segment over on Twitch on Luigi's apartment. Luigi's underscore apartment, I guess. But we usually share it to the Twitter feed, so you, you'll see it. Come check me out. You can follow us on Twitter at Chat of the Wild. Also over on Instagram. I've been somewhat active on there now. So if you're an Instagram user, go ahead and give us a follow. It'll be fun. It's great. Uh, I, I, I should send you those uh, clips of Tiffy uh, 
talking about human fall flat and making fun sure. of me for rewinding. Uh, <laughs> rewinding Crystallis, because of course I'm rewinding Crystallis. This whole time. So thank you so much for uh, listening to us. Go check out the Patreon. Uh, I think we've got some really cool stuff coming uh, down the pipeline. And speaking of cool stuff, coming down the pipeline, here's some uh, great greenlit podcast shows. Fans of video games, history, or video game history, will definitely want to listen to Retronauts. Each week, Bob Mackey and myself, that's Jeremy Parrish, dive into the stories behind the greatest games of the past and the history behind the hits of today. Check us out every Monday on the Greenlit Podcast Network. We're the Spirit Hunters, and we're a show that treats Hunter Hunter and Yu Hakusho's author as the center of the universe. Some weeks, we do linguistic analysis. So the Chinese meaning of this character is to smelt or refine. But so the changed meaning in Japanese, it means to temper. Other times, we get absolutely smashed. So we take one shot every time. Yusuke uses the ray gun. One hour later. This is the least coherent episode. Oh, Sarah, you... I think your apartment is haunted. <laughs> I think you're wait, wait, <laughs> You can find out more about the Spirit Hunters right here on the Greenlit Podcast Network. So we make our way through the swamp and there is an exit at the north that is like kind of hard to see too. Uh, But you go in through there and we are in the town of Oak now where there are a bunch of puppy bunnies. Gnomes. I thought they would look like gnomes. They're dwarves. Yes, dwarves? they are dwarves. I I was calling them puppy bunnies because I did not know they were of some kind of humanoid fashion. And this is where we get, you know, a a fantasy sci-fi clash thing again. We had to get our gas mask in order to go through a poison swamp to meet the dwarves. Who are um, uh, prejudiced against our kind. Right. Well, we don't As know that now. Dwarves and and fantasy creatures are wanted. No, we were told that in in the uh, they don't speak our language because they don't like us. In town. oh, okay. But if we go and talk to any of them, they all say the same thing: "Go in peace." Yeah. Uh, which which I thought was kind of a funny thing to like to like learn in every language. But it's also I was like, no, maybe I should learn to say hi. I'm a nice guy in every language, not get out of here nicely in every language that's not a that's that wouldn't be a nice thing to to learn it, it yeah, would be the that's, opposite that's true. That's true. but it's funny it seems funny that they would the, the one thing they know how to say in our language is nicely leave please mm-hmm. but now since we did that we need to leave the the town and the swamp and then go talk to tornell who is in a house in the north and if we go and talk to him, he's like, oh, hey, you're the hero, right? Fight this dude. And God help you if you went there first, because you'll never go back there again. Because exactly, because nothing there. was happening. I didn't, I, 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 this, I had to look up a guide because I was like, I went to that house. He didn't say anything helpful whatsoever. I checked his bed, nothing. Checked his cabinet, nothing. I tried to turn into the wall, but every time you turn and then walk into a wall, it shoots you up to the side. Have you, have you noticed that? You no. can, if you walk straight at something, it will let you dead end into the wall. But if you then like just sort of scooch to the left and then try and walk straight up again, you will like j- like jump two feet to the right or left. It's hmm. really weird. Weird. 
So Tornell has us fight this guy named Stom. How many times did you guys have to fight him? I think. Uh, yeah, three more than I would like to admit. I think I did it like five times because it felt. I thought you were supposed to press B as fast as you can, but really you were supposed to just have like a rhythm to it. There was some it? kind of yeah. There, I I think I don't know. Or the rhythm, there was a rhythm and it changes. I just did it as fast as I could. I did the old, um, what is it, like Sega Genesis trick where you like rub your fingernail across the button as fast as you can. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yes. I, I, uh, I did a little dance with them because I didn't, I, I, I was sitting there trying to get it to, and there's probably, there's footage, there's going to be footage of this because I was streaming while I was doing this. But I was trying to, like, figure out if there was a pattern, <clears throat> if I was supposed to do it as fast as possible, what on earth was happening here. And Why we're doing it. <laughs> I, well, yeah, really, that too. But I eventually ended up with uh, doing this dance where I was just strafing left and right and then occasionally hopping in to, like, jab him. And could sometimes you move? He would, I didn't know you could move. You could move left and right. What? Oh, um, what? Yeah. And and even this, though, I guarantee you, was much harder than whatever you two did because it, it like my thumb almost fell off trying to get this to work. But every now and then, like I would get him back to. I kept calling the carpet the red zone. I'm like, oh, I got him in the red zone, and then he would just push me back all the way to the other side because I I happened to mess up two or three times or whatever it was. It was ridiculous. I still don't know what I was supposed to do. I still don't know what really was supposed to be happening. You just blew my mind that you could move. We all do it differently, man. Well, I know, like, in the first episode, I said, I'm just imagining this game trying to put my myself in the shoes of someone who doesn't know anything about game design. I wonder if this segment gets repeated. Are there going to be other times where we have to push somebody uh. into a wall? Because they they didn't prep us for this. Nope. We don't know how to do it. We didn't no, even this isn't know like sumo wrestling in Twilight Princess. Like we weren't. I was gonna this. say, yeah. Even in the sumo wrestling, the key was is that you need you're gonna need a special item to become like the best sumo wrestler. Well, and then they also teach you to to uh, take down a goat really early on in the game. Yeah. Yes. So like there, there there's seeds of that. So sorry, BC. No, <laughs> I just no, no. Help it, it. You're right. Like that's like even if you don't explicitly tell us, hey press B and then move left and right there are ways to teach us how to do this mm -hmm. or there are ways to let us know we're even going to walk into a building and fight a dude um, but no it's just we have no idea what we're supposed to do you don't even know that you're supposed to press your sword you just have to assume that you have two buttons and you have to mash one so yeah. I'm wondering if this is a one off thing that happens once in the game or if this is going to be a repeat of Every time we find a, a wise man, or a, it, I, I think they're called the wise men. Every time we're, we find a wise man, we're just going to have to fight their apprentice. We do know that there are multiple ones. and Yeah, yeah gonna, now we do. We're going to meet them. Um, um, yeah, I, I hope not, because, I mean, at this point, I've learned we're going to have everyone in town tell us what to do. <clears throat> I remember, so I figured that out for this episode. And then the next thing I forgot from the last episode that I'm going to remember going forward is just keep going back to places over and over and over again. Because eventually you'll trip something and someone will show up where they're supposed to show up. 
I hope I don't have to also learn how to do this ridiculous dance that I did. Yeah. When we beat Stom, Tornell gives us the ability of telepathy. Yeah. Which does two things for us right now. One, it lets us talk to any creature, basically. Like, we can speak with anything now. Uh, even if it doesn't speak our language, like the dwarves from earlier. We can also call on the wise men. And if you try to talk to any of them, they just say, who dis? Like, they, they're like, I don't know you. And then that's it. It's That's all they're supposed to say so far. Like, this is the introduction. We You just got this power. Yeah, it, say, it says basically, like, we haven't met yet. Yeah. Is what it says, which is just so strange. Even Zebu is just like, sup, use this power to talk to me. Well, Tornell himself, if you... Because I used the power once I got to the village. So I, I called Tornell, and he says, oh, Zebu and... It's an A name that I can't remember. These Asina. Two, yeah, these two will help you. And so I talked to them, and all they, they didn't tell me anything. Nope. Yeah. They're like, hey, going forward, I'll probably help you. This costs magic. This costs (laughs) magic. Oh, does it? I didn't even realize that. I didn't think about that at all. I reloaded a save because I used three quarters of my magic on this garbage. (laughs) I forgot all about uh, my magic this this Uh, playthrough. I forgot that I could heal myself, which would have been really nifty. Yeah. I've been keeping an eye on my healing. Okay. So we go back to the town, um, talk to the dwarves. We can go and talk to all of them. They're still just like, we don't like humans. We don't like humans. Someone says, oh, one of our youngest is lost in the, in the swamp. By the way, we don't like humans. And eventually you talk to the right person. They'll say, oh, my child is lost in the swamp. Please go save them. I don't like humans. I don't like humans. Uh, we go into the swamp, wander around. We find them. I will say they follow you back. I will say I actually like how erratic their movement was behind you. It wasn't like they just were locked in behind you and went the exact same way. They kind of moved at their own pace, which I thought was just interesting in this in a, in a NES game. Yeah. But since I was being chased by a flying bug, I was very worried for their safety. And so I was like, are you oh, uh, stopping? Hey, are you are you coming? Like, what's? What's going on here? Um, I, all right, I, I'm just going to run there and hope you follow me. Yeah. But it's a short walk going back. Uh, you get him back in there. Everyone, like, the the mother or whoever, the parent, is like, oh, thank you so much. Please go talk to our elder. You go talk to the elder. The elder's like, okay, maybe you're not so bad. You're the one human that's not the worst. She also gives you a flute. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, right. She gives us the insect flute. With the most terrifying description. What's the description on it? Uh, this flute, when played, will summon lots and lots of insects. <laughs> and so I took that flute after, you'll you'll say what we did, but after we did this little thing of talking to everyone, I took that flute, went out into the world and started grinding again because I figured I didn't need it yet. Also, I was terrified of blowing that flute. And someone <laughs> in the chat was like, dude, Blow that flute. And I'm like, I don't want to blow that flute. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> uh, we get the insect flute. We go talk to the elder. The elder's just like, all right, go do one more thing for us. And then then you're cool with us. 
Uh, here's a flaming sword. Go find the evil that is in the swamp and destroy it. I don't know how you're going to do it. Maybe you got some special musical device that summons insects. Who knows? Bye. Mm. Yeah, I missed that part. He was like, oh, we have this. The reason the monster can't attack the village is because we have this item that we can't wield that he's afraid of. Oh, right. Yeah. You can't hold a sword. And the monster hasn't figured out that you can't hold a sword. (laughs) They're little stubby fingers. They can't do it. This is like the worst like nuclear arms agreement ever. Like, oh man, I don't want to go in there because I got that sword. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I hope he doesn't come in here. We don't know how to use this sword. <laughs> they just have the sword hanging on the sign at the front of the town. But just being like, hey, we got the sword here. We got the sword. <laughs> home, the of the, too- home of the bug killing sword. <laughs> Population the 12. Are, the insects are too dumb to realize that you have to actually like hold a sword in order to use it. But they're just like, oh, they have sword. <laughs> they have burn sword. Hiss. Um, so we go and. Okay, Brian, did you use the flute anywhere else? I mean, I did in the field and it was just like. It and, wouldn't do uh, anything. Yeah, it didn't do anything. And I was like, good. And then I kept grinding. So again. <laughs> yeah, that's not also in- not what we're talking or we were not mentioning here is that this all takes. You know, as annoying as it was to run back and forth and figure out when things appeared, when things don't, that all takes about 20 to 25 minutes. The rest of, of our time was spent grinding. Yeah, we're we're spending more time talking about the game than playing it, which is, is usually a bad sign. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Thankfully, like there's met- not also platforming in here. Sorry, Jeremy. Sorry. No, it's fine. I have a metric typically where I'm like, we need to talk like an episode needs to be half as long as it took for us to play through the area basically (laughs) and we are spending more time talking about it than it actually took if you were just doing the things that it wanted to do but if you're trying to figure this stuff out on your own it is so obtuse because it, it is like in minish cap you did have to go and talk to the certain people. But in this one, you have to use specific items like uh, Simon's Quest style, where you have to take the item to a specific area that there isn't a sign or anything where, you know, even in the Zelda games will be like, don't use any bombs here, like, or something like that. To give you an idea, hey, I should use bombs here. There's well, no signs. Looks, looks like a fairy fountain, but it's not. Yeah, there's what we have to go to right now is we have to go to an area that is just black and blue. There's no other there's no like description of like what this area is. It doesn't even look like a cliff. It looks like the NES is glitching out and forgot to load this area. When I when I got before I found the village of Oak, I found this section and I thought the game was bugged out. I took uh-huh. a screenshot so I could bugged share it with you guys later. Oh, oh Jeremy, did come I just on. say bugged out? Oh, this is the Any worst other game. But this, that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had the same thing. I called it like, oh, hey, the game's not finished right here, and referred to it as such for like the the remainder of my playthrough. And, I, and eventually, I was just like, whenever I should go to the part of the game where the game isn't. Yeah, that that's probably where this is. That's probably what needs to happen here. So we do that, we play the flute, and then this big, grotesque, multi-eyed, uh, what do you call it, like, 
pod what, what's the term like cephalopod is that a term uh <laughs> that sounds like a thing to describe this i don't know this big insect it appears like a tick or a stink bug or a, a beetle tick. or something. Yeah, it definitely looks like a big tick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now, and it's just like trying to describe this thing. Um, it looks like it reminded me of SNES JRPGs, where you see a head of something appear, and then the rest of the body appears to it, but mm-hmm. we just get the head. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fight the, the other sections later. Maybe. Um,. You basically have to use your fire because with your new fire sword, you get a stronger attack. And but, the only way you can really attack them is by doing charge shots. But you also lose, like, on your last weapon, we got like a second charge. Uh, like, once you charge it all the way up, it says like one, and that's your charge shot. Then we got a second one, too, right? Yeah, that now the, we have just one again. The is that not wind. the ball of fire that we get after this? I, I think, think that's what that we get, yeah. That's what we'll... Okay. Yeah. I okay. didn't see because I immediately did a save state and quit after this. Um, and so he shoots in straight patterns, but then also will summon the little fly things that will shoot stuff at you, which the flies were the, were the worst part to me. Uh, I could deal with his straight-on shot, mm-hmm. which is dodging all that, but... You never knew when that fly was going to shoot its three shots at you. Yeah. And sometimes if it was close enough, you couldn't really dodge what it was shooting at you. Luckily, he doesn't pop up too often. My problem was that the game lagged significantly during this boss fight. I don't know if that happened for either of you. I didn't didn't notice it. Maybe when there were were a bunch of projectiles on the screen, but I didn't have it happen. Like, I mean, I'll check. I don't remember, though. I think it was mostly when the. I, I think it was mostly when the, um, what do you call it? The bug, boss was moving, but. The game would slow down, and then, s- speed back up to normal speed super quickly, and then that's when I would get hit. That's re- mm, it overcorrects Ooh. itself. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> weird, and I. Maybe I didn't was, have that. No, I don't think that happened to me. That, I wonder if that's a Switch thing. That's odd. That's crazy. I would like to think that a Switch can play this game, if nothing well, I mean, else. You know, uh, it's anything emulator. could play this game, but like, you know, you play a lot of old, uh, you know, early, like 80s PC games on a new rig, it'll just, like, it'll just run your three lives out real fast because it's running way faster than the game is meant or it's running on a better better hardware than the thing is meant to i'm not saying that's what's happening here but i'm saying the chopper game striker would just i couldn't play it once my dad installed new computers in the office because it just did wouldn't run anymore it's a c64 <laughs> game it pissed me off i really liked that game a lot but but yeah that was my problem with this battle is that it lagged violently and maybe that was just a me issue maybe i'm the problem so <laughs> Crystallis is the problem, BC. We all Don't break you it dare take that burden on yourself. You say we no, all yeah. break it differently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, this whole this whole part we we this whole part seems broken, right? We go to an area that looks unfinished, we get just the head of an enemy to appear, and then also one of its little summons uh lags in a way that's different from the rest of the game. No, it it manipulates time. That's what you yeah. realize. That was on purpose. 
We're just playing with you. This section made me incredibly happy that we're not playing the Game Boy Color or yeah, I think it's Game Boy <laughs> Color re-release because one of the criticisms I saw of the re-release was or the remake was that the resolution was like because of the resolution of the game the screen that you could see was smaller but the enemies are still there and they could hit you from off screen and i was just thinking of that flying bug and like the exploding uh flowers and dealing with that when they could attack you from off screen sounds like a nightmare that's yeah because that has been a tactic of mine thus far is if i'm fighting someone and, like, there's another guy on screen, I will lead the guy I'm fighting away from the other guy and just get them barely off screen because I still want to kill them for their XP. I just don't want them to be an active part of this fight. And so if I can just move them off screen just slightly, kill the guy I'm dealing with, I can just go, then I can go back over to them. I can save them for later. Having him still be able to move and attack and and be active off the screen sounds like a nightmare. Especially on a tiny little Game Boy uh, screen. Yeah, yeah. I can't can't even... Can't even (laughs) think about that. Like, yeah. Dealing with what we're doing when you're talking about, like, oh, let's make it harder. I'm like, no, that's not what this game needed. (laughs) So, we beat the, the insect queen... And get the ball of fire. Who knows what it does? We'll find out in the next episode. For the next episode, we're going to go and get the fog lamp. You can go and get that and take it back to the fisherman. Or you can just keep it for yourself for the next episode. Either way, play up until you get that fog lamp. And we will meet back here and talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Guiden.